The following is a hoop ball presentation. Welcome to the Fantasy NBA Today podcast. Friday, everybody. Happy weekend, depending on when you're listening to this show. Welcome to Fantasy NBA Today. I'm your host, Dan Bespris. You can follow me on Twitter, at Dan Bespris. You guys know the drill by now. And for those that are joining us for the first time, probably easier to just do a Google search. Dan from Hoopball, and then you don't have to figure out how to spell the last name. Fun show coming up for you guys today. We talked to the founder of Hoopball, the great Aaron Bruski. That's coming up in just a, a matter of moments. We'll be diving into not so much the construction of the B-150, the Brewski 150 being his rank list, kind of the seminal rank list in fantasy basketball, which, of course, you can get at Hoop Ball. That'll uh, drop in about a little less than 20 days, I think, in the Hoop Ball 360 package, but more so methodology. Because over the last couple of weeks, you've heard how I am able to kind of simplify the process on on my own end in a way that turns what could be a, you know, 10, 20, 40, 50, 100-hour procedure into something that is, thankfully, much shorter than that. But what you're going to hear here in in a couple of moments is more the difference between putting together a good list which I think my list is a good list. But as we mentioned on yesterday's podcast, I think a lot of our advantages here, um, personally, my own advantages, and then hopefully what you guys are able to glean from these episodes, is how to use a list on draft day. Now, Brew's list is great. It's the difference between good and great. It's it's really interesting, too. If you want to try to picture this curve in your mind for me, of what's basically a, a line approaching a horizontal asymptote. I know we're going deep into the adjusts bifocals math nerdery of it, but it's really easy to put together a fine list. That's still probably better than whatever you're going to get from Yahoo's pre-ranks. It's a little bit harder to put together a decent list, harder yet to put together a good list, but still not that crazy. And then With every little incremental jump you take from there, it takes a much larger investment of time and energy. And so now today, what you're going to get from Brewski is the juxtaposition of what he does to create the greatest list available in fantasy basketball versus what we've been doing here on the show, which is, hey, how do we do this for the regular guy? How do we ourselves build something that's workable on draft day that puts us way ahead of the curve without having to go too crazy. And again, as we talked about in yesterday's podcast, your ultimate battle moment here is probably getting Brewski's list and then using what we've talked about in terms of how to apply that stuff on draft day. I want to thank everybody that's been tuning in lately as the numbers begin to climb back up here. We approaching the actual start of a basketball season. I know football began yesterday. Hopefully everybody took advantage of that $25 freebie over at mybookie.ag. If you didn't, I'm sure there'll be more stuff coming up or you can just follow our guys over at at HoopBallGaming. 
But suffice it to say, we're now pretty damn close to the start of the NBA season. We are exactly three weeks from the beginning of October. Throw another 18 days on top of that, so two and a half weeks. We're like five and a half weeks from the start of the NBA season. It's coming up on us, folks. We are breathing down its neck. Which is awesome, by the way. Uh, Without further ado, let's dive into today's discussion. We'll talk about anything else on the back end of that. The big dog returneth. And he says... Thank you. I didn't... (laughs) I was worried that I might need to pause hitting the record button to say, Brew, I'm going to ask you something. I'm going to tee you up to bark at the beginning of the show. But you knew. I didn't have to tell you. Uh, Good day to you, Aaron Brewski, who I should probably introduce and not... And uh, act like we haven't already been talking off air for an hour and a half. What's happening, man? You know, I'm alive. I'm kicking. This is, this is good. <laughs> I, it's B-150 time. It's B-150 time. This is, I love, I, and, and, you know, it's not normal because we haven't had a break in three years or whatever it is, but it's my favorite time of the year. I, I just can't say enough about it. And this is why we do what we do. And so I'm like right in the middle of it all. So I'm, I'm excited. I'm glad you gave me that segue. First of all, you guys can follow Aaron if you don't already, which I'm guessing most of you do. He is on Twitter at Aaron Brewski. We play the same game, you and I. We tell people if you can spell it, you can find me. Aaron Brewski is B-R-U-S-K-I, at Aaron Brewski on Twitter once again. He is the founder of HoopBall, the man behind the hoop and the ball, and putting them together with a hyphen in the middle which I know is going to drive you crazy until the end of time. Yeah, so who, who does that? Who does that? Aaron hyphen Brewski does that. that that's who. <laughs> I didn't. Yeah, my, I'm, my name is hyphenated. Yeah. <laughs> so you don't that's have my a, first and my last name. Yeah, you just decided to throw a hyphen in between them so no one could uh, could squat on that domain Nobody's either. done that. I would like to do that. I'll be yeah. the first one who does that. There you go. It's Aaron hyphen Brewski. Is there, is there a what I'm not going to tell people to go find it. Is there an Aaron hyphen Brewski.com website? You know, there's an Aaron Brewski out there that's a skateboarder. <laughs> no that, joke. Are we sure it's not what, you? What? No, it's definitely not me. If anybody saw me skateboarding, they'd be like, don't do that. <laughs> uh, no, dude, I, a long time. This is like way back in the day. One of his friends hit me up thinking I'm him. And she was pretty cute, pretty easy on the eyes. <laughs> and I was like, hey, hey, I got to let you know, I'm not the guy. I'm not that Aaron Brewski. <laughs> I'm uh. I'm writing a piece on um, writing a piece on uh, Anthony Randolph right now. I don't think I can go skateboard with you or anything. It was like way that. before the Ant Rand phenomenon. <laughs> I was gonna go with Myers Leonard, but I feel like you've been picked on about that enough in your lifetime. Now you think you it's funny? What? No, no, I haven't been. It was such <laughs> a bad pick. Oh man, shamed for life. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna walk. I'm gonna walk behind you, ringing the shame bell, a la Game of Thrones, from now until the end of time. Uh, by the way, folks, you can follow all the stuff that Aaron does through the at Hoopball Fantasy uh, Twitter handle for Hoopball, and as I mentioned just a minute ago, at Aaron Brewski. I thought today was a good day to have you on. Any day is a good day to have you on. Number one, because we haven't talked in a few weeks. I've been in childcare hell. You have been in uh physical pain hell for quite some time now but i have good news for the listeners and the good news is what you already segued into it's brewski 150 time and aaron's doing it at a standing desk this year so the way i see it nothing can stand in your way no no i've been obliterating you know obstacles left and right uh yeah no it's been a wild year for me because the 
all of the work that I've done in my life, you know, it's been on a computer for the most part. And I have sort of gone through the stages of being uh, injured by a computer. And uh, I started feeling it about three to five years ago. And I just pushed through it because, you know, I played sports and, you know, I used to have coaches kick me in the face, you know, because <laughs> that's the way they did things. Um, I'm not that old, by the way. Uh, but that sort of like play through it, rub some dirt on it. You know, that's pretty much sports and not so much anymore. I think we're getting away from that in sports, which is good. Yeah, I was I was going to jump in and just say that's that's really something that's only changed in the last 10 uh, years, probably. No, five even. Yeah. Really. In fact, if you look at minutes per game in the NBA, you can see the trend line. Yeah, it that's a really be, good you'd point. Have guys, you know, about 30, 40 guys over 34, 35 minutes per game. Now it's like 10. Yeah. You know? So now when a kid gets hurt, which is what you were basically when you were playing these games, college is still a kid. Uh, they actually get to stop for a minute and, you know, not ruin their whole, <laughs> not we were talking, blow out their whole career. I was throwing 140 pitches a game in, in baseball. And that's actually, we do think that there's a baseball component. There's 140, 50 pitches in, in a game and three days rest, two days rest. Like yeah, that's in, just... in these like playoff scenarios. That's crazy. You yeah. Know? And, uh, but that mentality, so anybody who's listening, if you're feeling something in your hands, your arms, your back, your neck, just go look up repetitive stress injury because now I got to a point where there's serious damage, had a couple surgeries that uh, actually didn't really address anything. And then as I got deeper into the world of what this injury was, I realized how serious it was. So we've been throwing everything but the kitchen sink at it. I got this fancy $2,500 standing desk. Maybe not advisable for everybody, but you know, I kind of like to take my work area <laughs> when, seriously. I, I, when you said that, by the way, I think of, did, were you an Arrested Development guy? Did you watch that show? You know, somebody like basically held me down and made me watch like every episode over the course of a weekend. And that's the I best loved, way to do it. I loved it. was like, but I can't remember any of it because, you know, so how what, long ago it was. Well, when you said that, I was reminded of Job when he's like, this is a $4,000 suit. Come on. And it keeps, is, he, is he Blue Man? Uh, no, um, no, that was that's David Cross's character in that one. Okay, <laughs> I really, God, yeah, he says I really blew that. myself. Okay, now, now you're taking me down memory lane with that. Yeah, sorry, go ahead, continue. So, yeah, no, well, if, okay, you buy a twenty five hundred dollar desk and you're like, did I make a mistake? <laughs> <laughs> it's like the, as you're buying it, like, is this dumb? Yeah, it's saved my. It's like the twenty five hundred dollars that, but like, I don't know what I would have done because um, there are times you can't sit, there are times you can't stand. So, um, and I can't type right now. So I do most of my work with the, uh, dictation software that's out there. Um, I'm doing like one finger keying, you know, with Brewski 150 <laughs> projections, like, but it's all working. It's, it's funny. You, you can kind of reorganize your life around your circumstances. And, um, I haven't really skipped a beat with it. If anything, the, the whole process every year gets better and easier and, like, I, I, it was funny because there's more automation this year um, in the projections, but you cannot automate projections. Okay, so that's you, actually the topic for today's podcast. So I like sure. keep you can keep going on that right now because that's what I want people oh, it's, to. It's that, hugely important. Yeah, like, that's what I want people to hear you, about. You cannot. You can, it's like it's like you can't explain somebody by like you know just like basic characteristics: their age, their height, their weight you know, on down the line, you can't, that, that doesn't encompass who they are as a person. You cannot look at numbers and 
a basketball player on a basketball team and do something like, oh, we're just going to do like career averages or, you know, the last three years averages. It's just, it, you can't do it that way. You have to like sit and think and take all of the information that you've gleaned over all this time that we've done this stuff and play it out. Like literally, so I'm like, I'm like experiencing the Utah Jazz in their 50th game trying to figure out what Donovan Mitchell's up to, you know, or whatever it is. That's what you got when you handcraft projections and, and you really look at the totality of it all. I mean, I'm leveraging every year I've watched that guy or every year I've watched that team, you know, and that they have either the same or a different, um, you know, mixture or component, you know, an approach to the game. Do they have a new coach? You know, do they run now? Do they not run now? What's the injury profile for this team? You know, is it likely that the guy that's, you know, probably going to, you know, if you looked at a projection, you're like, oh, that guy's probably going to play 20 minutes if you just looked at the numbers. But you look and you're like, oh, these three guys are barely standing. You know, this guy's going to get 30 minutes no matter what. So with all of that, it's still a very not automated process. And it's about projecting in your mind what you think is going to happen. And you've got to take the totality of the, the player's profile, mix it all in a pot with the guys he's playing with. And, and then you start to get to some places with all this stuff. So, so I, I've I'm, actually been able to keep up and, and it's been fun. Good. There's, there's no steps missed this year and there are a ton of values out there. Oh, it, I, I wish I could just tell them. Yeah. I, wish I, could I, just say uh, them I, I didn't actually realize until basically like a couple hours ago, or maybe it was yesterday. I glanced at it that, that Yahoo does have some of their stuff out now, um, which, and there's some there are some things that are all over the map, but that's actually not going to be the topic of today's podcast. In fact, it's frankly too early to really dive into that stuff because it's going to move a ton over the next two weeks. Because right now there's like a couple hundred drafts that have taken place, so Yahoo's ADP data is like, oh, just the uh, the handful of maniacs that are either total diehards or in some weirdo leagues that are drafting in early September. We will get back to that at a future date. Today, I really want to focus on, because something that I've been doing on this podcast lately, the Bespers Buckets, is really about kind of teaching people a little bit more about how the sausage is made. How do you take what you do for, as a handicapper on the fantasy side or gambling side or whatever it happens to be, combine that with the information that's readily available to the public, like pre-ranks or ADP type lists, and create a draft strategy. So uh, things have gotten a bit theoretical uh, on the pod, which is honestly kind of my favorite thing to do because once you get into the season, it's very much the, okay, what happened last night? What's happening tonight? How do we stay ahead of the curve? Right now, it's an opportunity for us to really get into the weeds. And I, I need to go back to the beginning just for a moment here before I ask my next question. To those, I feel like most of the folks that are listening to this podcast know what the B-150 is, but there may be a handful of folks that don't. The Brewski 150 is your, Aaron Brewski, your top 150 plus i i believe you usually do an honorable yeah it's it's about (laughs) 210 yeah uh it's so it's a bit more than that but at least it started at 150 players in both eight and nine category formats with notes on them that you build and have been and there's now there's data to show it because you do a brewski 150 recap at the end of every season that this is the preeminent list in all of fantasy basketball 
You can get it through HoopBall. We are not going to give you the list on the podcast. Sorry, listeners. But what we can do for you here, and what I'm going to pick Aaron's mind on a little bit today in the next uh, five to ten minutes or so, is really more about the process. So for me, Brew, when I start my work on the upcoming season, weirdly, my move is to go through each team one by one and grab the players from that team that I believe are worth handicapping. I put all those guys into one zone and then begin to arrange them. How do you begin your work on the Brewski 150? Where's, what's the starting point? I want, well, let, take us behind the curtain a little bit. Yeah, I mean, a lot of it's proprietary, so thanks for asking, Dan. Yeah, I mean, um, but you can, I mean, like, you're not going to tell us where everybody's ranked, but... No, 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 no. Not going to do that. And, and <laughs> I'm not going to give up anything proprietary. <laughs> but um, as far as, like, there is a, there's a process, and I, I sort of uh, iterate that forward every year. I try to add at least two or three things that I think are going to add value <clears throat> to the process, because, of course, I'm getting better at other parts of the process so they take up less time so i got a little bit more time to play with um strangely enough the first like probably like two weeks mind you this starts right after the playoffs you know usually in a normal year there's a little bit more time but like playoffs draft it was like a week it felt like you know uh, (laughs) of time there so it was just like okay why wait you know let's just get after it the uh the process is like organizing spreadsheets and organizing data and so you play with that data and you're looking at it and it's like kind of the first time you're looking at it. So it's sinking in and, and that to me, you know, you could theoretically automate all of that and, you know, maybe save a little bit of time in the process, but I actually have taken parts that I could automate and I haven't automated them because I go, all right, this is just, this is like kind of just the priming the, the soil to, to be able to work with it. Hmm. And that way I understand, you know, every roster down to the last guy, understand the player movement um, and because I've set everything up for what then becomes, you know, more of an evaluation process. Um, there are there are separate uh, processes that I go through to, to assess whether teams are going to change the dynamic with which they play. Um, so that involves coaching, that involves player personnel. You know, you could have like a really old team with a lot of slow guys and then they could morph into a young team with a lot of young guys and whether or not that equates to running, you really got to look at that. You know, you got to look at coaching tendencies and you got to look at what kind of talent does the team have to be able to sustain a running pace, you know, cause it kind of cuts both ways. So you really got to get deep into the details and you got to know basketball, you know, quite well. Then at that point, after a lot of that stuff, and I've, and I've cut a lot of corners in my explanation here, then you've got a clean palette, you know, then you can actually get in there and start making the assessments that drive sort of the initial process of the B-150. Do you, Cause, cause, sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say, cause when, when you get to the point where you kind of like projected what these guys are going to produce, then there's another, there's another layer that kicks in of sort of a reality check. Like, yeah, maybe I think this guy's like projectable. This is kind of a, the interesting part of projecting is like, there are some projections you just can't make. 
like even if you know in your heart of hearts and you're willing to bet everything on it, like you just can't make the projection for whatever reason because it's like completely irresponsible to do so. So the reality check in the end comes in and allows you to sort of adjust for things like that. Um, Cause certain, certain cases it's like, I can't, I can't tell you if this guy's going to play 28 minutes per game. Like I just can't do it because everybody's healthy right now. I'd be like just completely grossly negligent to sit there and just assume, yeah, these two guys are going to get hurt and therefore this is going to happen. But then I can move a guy up the board, you know, a little bit. So it's a very quantitative process with a qualitative a- aspect of it. And as far as the, um, the list itself goes, you know, it's the same exact list that I take into high stakes competition. All of the guys I compete against have the list. It's so sad. <laughs> well, no, how do you, so how do you deal with that? Cause that's actually kind of the, not that specifically, but the idea of how to use a list during a draft is something we've been talking about a lot on the podcast. How do you use your own list on draft day, both in drafts where people have your list and maybe drafts. Do you do any drafts where people don't have your list? I feel like it's that probably isn't even a thing not anymore. Not anymore. Yeah, not anymore. <laughs> it's it's really rare. The good news is is there are there there's some folks out there in the expert world that don't want to use it. Right. They're going to want to use their own. They want to use their own, and I thank them for that. <laughs> that's I probably really at least. I mean, that's a more fun draft. I last year was the first time that I experienced that which you've been telling me about for a few years now what are you going to do when people start using your information against you and it was it just ups the the sliders to it's like, just you know, so frustrating it, I was, I, i've been in, in in big big money drafts where like there's like three subscribers on one side of me three subscribers on the other side of me and they're really good you know and i'm just laughing i'm like okay so you know these three guys i know are not coming back Right. You know, so you got to make your so, move sooner. Yeah, you got you. It's the best for buckets thing. It's like you have to know your you have to know who you're playing and kind of where they're going to be. And you really got to think in terms of, of scarcity and you got to think in terms of just game theory, like what's going to come back to me next round. That's why those auction drafts are so great, because, you know, in, in my in the toughest league that I think is in the world, just based on who's in it, is the FBA. It's an auction format. So we're fighting in an auction format for these guys. And so you really get a sense of who likes who and what guys are worth. And sometimes you just see these hilarious battles like, you know, me and Eric Wong, you know, Wong and I have been doing battle for a decade now. And uh, he's he runs the athletic coverage. He's easily one of the best fantasy players in the world. Um the battles we have over the guys that we like, <laughs> it's just people get out of the way because they, they, they just want to watch us do this. But then B, they're like, how high are they going to go? <laughs> so what would you do then if I don't, I'm thinking back, I guess, to when you were in drafts where people didn't have your list? How were how did you take your list? Like, it seems like now. Now that everybody's using the B-150 against you, you pretty much have to draft in the order that you have them on your board. But prior to that, I've got to think you were able to sort of combine public data with your own numbers. That's where that's where a lot of the profit is. Yeah, it was, and, and especially with my personality, like I like to take shots. So like I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay, you know, this guy's got 
fourth round value projected on the B one fifty, and we're in the ninth round here. <laughs> <laughs> How much farther can I push this? Yeah, and it's like, come on, Brew, don't get greedy. And then the little devil on my head's like, you can get the other guy. And, yeah, you know, <laughs> save him for like, the tenth round, Brew. You can do it. Because I got three other, you know, fifth rounders that are just hanging out there. You know, and then you also have to figure out like to what is your what does your list really look like? Like I've had a lot of times, especially early in my career, where there was so many values bunched up in a certain stat type. It was typically like steals and blocks and percentages, the stuff that nobody likes. Mm, my favorites. Thank you for bringing the, the, up. the money counting stats. So like you would get these teams that are like, there's no way you're losing those categories because you've got so much of it, but then you start to really struggle with points, threes, you know, rebounds and assists. And, um, so you got to know really what you're doing, you know, and, and, and that's where, you know, certain tools come into play where you can sort of balance your team out and things like that. Um, but it's, it's a definitely, it's a weird thing to compete against people who have your lists and, also, the guys that have been, I mean, all of our subscribers have been the, the most recent winners of all these big money contests. Like, so that's not, these guys are really good at what they do. It's not fair, I think, that they can A, be that good, and B, just get the list. <laughs> well, yeah, it's, um, I, I don't, I didn't want to have to play as hard as I had to play last year to win my roto leagues but i did i mean it feel it felt good to win it but at the same time i was like you know what i'd rather have won two easier leagues in the same amount of time it took me to win one tougher one and that's just me being greedy i guess but uh all of that to say i've now experienced it one time in like one to two leagues and i uh i i have a lot of respect for the fact that you continue to put yourself in this position because well, i don't want to anymore we had an amazing year last year what was it like 13 out of 16 teams in, in high stakes were top four. I can't remember my own stats. Like that's a huge number. Like we, we, so like this list, you know, we keep winning and that's, that's all that, you know, I guess I, I, I don't want to say that's all I care about, but like there is something to be said for draft strategy. There's something to be said for like, they can't keep up you know, in terms of like, yeah, they got the list, but like, do they really, you know, can they draft it? Yeah, that's a really good point. That's the other element that people screw up on this is you, you can have the list and you can still biff your draft by not taking the guys at the right time. Right. Yeah. And that's the ADP data. And I've, I've kind of gotten a, a sense for like which competitions have stronger ADPs. Interestingly enough, like the biggest ones where you get the whales, you know, like guys that are just like, ah, I just want to play for big money, but I don't care. You know? <laughs> like, so they, and they all talk like that, by the way, the, mm-hmm. they, th- those ones are, are harder than some of the lower cost ones where there's true grinders that are like, you know, you've seen these guys in the same drafts every year and they're, you know, they're all working hard. Yeah. Well, um, they don't so have, you, they, they care. They care about the hundred bucks they're putting on it or whatever it is. The 200 bucks. Like that's, a, that's a big damn deal. Whereas somebody's like, Yes, I see. I would have gone that direction on my fake rich guy voice. <laughs> yes, I'm gonna. I have two thousand just to play with these lovely people. I don't feel the the, the rush if I don't. Yeah, exactly. My... Where you're just like, I'll take that. I'll take that. Thank you very much. You want to put this in my purse? Thank you very much. Uh, 
Okay, so let me ask you one more because I I I think we should probably talk more about the B one fifty next week or whenever you and I can get our schedules to align again because there's a lot I want to ask you, um, and I and I want to put you in the hot seat too many times here, especially this early in the process. But just like from a sausages made kind of thing, I'm just I'm uh, I'm eternally interested in the things that you and I do different from one another. Um, it sounds like for you, you get all of your projections and that then translates directly into the ranks. Am I reading that part properly? No. No. See, I screwed that up. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, seriously, no, no. That's, it's, it can be a foundational piece of it. Hmm. It's funny, I saw one of my competitors mention that, they just like to take ballers or hoopers, you know, whichever one it is. And there's some wisdom in that. Like sometimes like the data doesn't matter. Like it's just who's good. So like to that end, they might not just be like cranking out projections and being like, this is my list, you know? So I, I put together, you know, like the statistical side and then I do a reality check. And, and, and that to me has, if you look at the review, the Brewski 150 review, there's two halves of it. There's a qualitative and a quantitative side. And we've managed to find a way to articulate that and put it into some sort of like an empirical format to actually weigh it against, we weigh it against Roto World. By the and, way, the B150 review is free for everybody to read. Yeah, you can read it right now. It's yeah. on the sales page. So if you go to um, info on any of our fantasy-related packages, so like Hoopball 360, Click info, go to the B150 section, and then there's a link. And you can see me painstakingly going through every single ranking and determining who had it better, me or Roto World. I pick Roto World because, A, they're really good at what they do. And we love those guys over there. Um, but, B, they're like kind of like the big, you know, they're the big, they're the big bopper, you know, or have been. Yeah, and, they got know. the big belt buckle, man. They do. And, and, and that's good because you want to know, like, all right, if everybody's just like, I don't ever really play and I get ADP ranks or I look at Yahoo or whatever, you know, that's not who we're competing against. We're competing against guys that are pretty, you know, they know where Roto World is. And the, the advantage that hoop ballers have is because we're not a household name yet, you're going to get a lot of guys that only go to Roto World, you know, for their info or maybe some Roto Wire out there. That's who we're competing against. And that's who you're competing against. So we, when we do the review, we're always competing against Roto World and whatnot. And, you know, we're, we, we're generally hitting it, you know, in the ballpark about 60% compared to them. You know, so we win 60% of the time. And it's a huge margin in what we do. And if you look at the impact of some of these hits and misses, they really, in terms of pure value, if you just measure out pure value, you know, it's kind of like we're winning like 80 to 90% of the value out there compared to those guys. So that's who we measure against and, and why we measure against them because, you know, that's where most of your competition is going to end up getting their, their insights from. Oh, I have so, so many more questions. I have so many more questions I want to ask you. Can we do this next week? Yeah, yeah. Okay, because B-150... Anything for you, Dano. <laughs> Thanks, Brew. <laughs> yeah. B-150 is available in the Hoopball 360 package before any other place. I have completely forgotten what date that is. It's like three weeks from uh, now, roughly? 29th, I think, oh, is yeah. the release so of the Brewski 150 inside of the um, HB 360 membership. 
See what a great job I did promoing there, not actually even knowing when it's dropping. <laughs> Thanks for knowing. I only know because I'm racing. Like, <laughs> yeah, you've got like, the my life is you've got the you have the cartoon calendar on your wall with like the key date circled and and montages of you that, putting X's my son's on the board. Second birthday on the twenty seventh. Hey, so I, holy crap! Happy birthday, Sky. It's 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 crazy, right? Like, that's incredible. Um, that's the other thing that I got going on with all this stuff going on is I'm a full time babysitter as well. Yeah. So uh, I I have that going for me. Um, but between that and there's this like trip we want to do, and it's like, okay, so we're gonna release this thing here, and, <laughs> and you're like, well, I can't work here or here, over here, and do this. It's it's uh, that's how I know the date. All right, last very short question, then I let you go because I actually have to go myself. <laughs> Let's see how I, so I worded that. Um, how many hours do you think will get put into the, the B-150 this year? Last year, it was about 400. Good God. Yeah. Look, you can't do this right without putting in the time. Like, you can probably cut off hours here or there. There might be somebody who's like, oh, yeah, I could just spit it out and, you know, do this. But that's how I know somebody's pretending. If they're going to put this list out, you know, like... That's not to say you can't make a list and have it be competitive. But if I was doing this for a team, right, or if I was doing this for the league, they'd want to show your work, right? Like when it comes down to it, we're looking at like 12, 13, 14, maybe more categories of data points, you know? And, and, and are you going to research that completely or are you going to just skip right through it, you know? That's why we win, it, to me, it's like no great science. Like, yeah, I can probably see a, a piece of film on a, on a player for like five seconds, and I feel like I know that player pretty well. That's doing this for 20 years. The, the, the part is just the work. And so this year, it'll probably be about 350, 300. I've been tracking hours on this stuff for the last five years, which is also fascinating. Um, seeing where you lose time and you, you, you sink time. I've turned into a tracker. This is your fault, Dan. Yeah, I've turned you into an Android human. I, I, I like I was like a OCD track it all, you know, but I seriously I want to know can I save like fifty hours somewhere? You know? Like am I wasting time on a thing? You showed the me key. that um that programming board that you guys used on the tech side at Hoopball, and that's when I knew you had actually you'd gone full Skywalker to my Obi Wan. And I was like, this is officially now more organized than my brain can handle if i'm scanning my um instruction manuals you're gonna let everybody know that one like i i definitely do at my house (laughs) i definitely do scan instruction manuals to the uh devices we have around our home because i don't like loose paper yeah i don't want loose paper (laughs) i hate loose paper Oh, this is where mind. people are like, okay, these are these these guys are too crazy. These guys, well, you know what? We're gonna get you guys to another win this year, Brew. More on the B one fifty next week with the great Aaron Brewski, Big Dog. Thank you, sir. Arf arf. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, barking <laughs> the great Aaron Brewski. Once again, a big thank you to our founder, the the man who gave Hoopball a name, the man who uh, allowed me to start this podcast, actually, and arguably the finest mind in fantasy basketball we'll be talking to him more this season they've been scheduling stuff really the last i think two many of you guys might remember when brew and i used to do a show every friday together and i'd like to get something like that or some reasonable facsimile of that going again this coming season it's time for the two of us to get back on the same 
scheduling wavelength hardened, though that may be because when we used to do that, I didn't have any kids. Now I have two. He didn't have any kids, and now he has one, and it wasn't a global pandemic. So yeah, all that stuff makes it a little more complicated, but we will get there. Of course, again, you can follow Aaron on Twitter at Aaron Bruski, A-A-R-O-N-B-R-U-S-K-I. Not much going on in the world of the NBA. Uh, Marcus Gasol was traded to the Grizzlies and then will likely be waived. He'll then spend his uh, early, I guess it's retirement now, in Spain with his family. Uh, Damian Dotson was waived by, or expected to be waived by the Cavaliers. Yogi Ferrell is waived by the Clippers. And the Lakers did make the DeAndre Jordan signing official. And that will not have any real fantasy impact other than Now that the Lakers have both Dwight Howard and DeAndre Jordan on their roster, that means that uh, Anthony Davis is really not going to be playing much center at all during the regular season. They are fully committed to trying to keep AD from getting too dinged up during the regular season. That will hurt his block numbers. That will hurt his rebounding numbers. That will hurt his field goal percent number because all of that stuff gets wrapped together into one juicy fantasy bucket and it actually sort of harkens back to a discussion we had on wednesday with adam king of could anthony davis really fall out of the first round in fantasy drafts this year and i think the answer is now a fairly resounding yes but we'll dig more into the numerical stuff next week next week we'll be kind of cracking open the yahoo pre-rank stuff and i'm hoping that timing wise by the week after that we can get into mock drafts a little bit more and uh, that will bring us, let's see, next weekend's on the 17th. Get into mock drafts are on the 20th, 21st, something like that. And that might carry us actually into the beginning of October. Probably want to get a show in there with some ESPN ranks. We'll probably get a show in there with some real draft results as those begin to roll in in October. We'll also be talking to Brew. I'm hoping weekly and at the very worst bi-weekly leading up to and through at least part of the season and there's just a lot of stuff to tell you guys about. Uh, I don't want to spend too much time on today's show doing promo-y stuff, but I guess we are still, we are kind of at the end of the program now, so I guess if there's any time to do it, this would be it. Quick reminder once again, guys, if you have a moment to please hit that subscribe button. If you have four or five moments to drop a five-star review on the podcast, if you want to write something nice, that'd be cool. Also, just, uh, I know that we've kind of gone into the 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 why on this type of thing but at this time of year this is when people are searching for their new fantasy show so if if you guys like this thing what we've been doing here with fantasy nba today for the last almost half decade now please this is really all i ask of you uh you if you get things at hoop ball that's great if you read hoop ball that's awesome because a lot of the stuff remains free over there but the one thing i really need from you guys are those reviews and subscribe buttons because that's when we can create our big leap heading into the season. I, not to necessarily pull you the curtain back and have you guys come on the other side of things with me, but th- September, October, November, these are kind of the only times of year when we can really find a new audience. The rest of the year, there can be a little trickle here and there, but you know people aren't going to listen to every single show And then as you get towards the end of the season, people start tuning out and doing other things. This is our time, and we need to stay up on the charts. So I need you guys to drop those reviews if you haven't done it before. Podcast app on uh, Apple devices, iTunes if you're on a computer, 
and hit the subscribe button. And please, if, if you have anybody else that you want to tell, this is a stupid uh, business model that I've created here because you guys aren't going to want to tell the other people in your own league that the show exists. But I actually kind of need you to. So please, for me, do me a favor. Try to introduce this show to somebody. Subscribe, etc. And uh, onward and upward we, we go. Um, I'll tell you more about some of the stuff for sale at uh, for sale rather at Hoopball next week. We'll do that promo. We did plenty of my bookie promos to get you guys all that free money, and that I think kind of puts a pin in things for now. So have a lovely weekend, everybody. For Aaron Bruski, I'm Dan Bespris. This is Fantasy NBA Today, a Hoopball presentation. Find me again on social media at Dan Bespris. I'm going to be doing a lot more on social this year. You have my word, and uh, that should uh, start in the not too distant future. Again, talk to you guys on Monday. Yahoo pre ranks. Here we come. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.